Hello, my dears. This is Annette of AnnetteLeonard.com back again with another episode of Chronic Wellness. Thank you very much for being here. I appreciate you joining me today. I am calling this the first installment because there will need to be several more installments on this topic where I'm talking to you about our finances and chronic pain and illness. And this is such a slippery noodle. Uh, there are so many ways to talk about this and so many things that we don't talk about, uh, both in our society and in smaller circles, uh, because what a hard topic for each of us individually and for us to grapple with collectively. Uh, I think it's fair to say that Poverty is both a cause and a result of chronic conditions. And, you know, that's not, <laughs> that's not a radical statement. <laughs> More than half of the U.S., as we've talked about before on this channel, um, will have a chronic condition or does have a chronic condition uh, already. And when things like unstable housing lack of nutrition, lack of education, our factors, all of those things can lead to worse outcomes as it relates to health. And when one's health fails, one's finances are probably <laughs> impacted as well. And when I think about things like in my life, uh, like autoimmune disease, one of the things we know is that many times people carry in them a genetic predisposition for autoimmune disease, but then it takes something like an illness, an accident, an injury, or trauma to ignite said autoimmune disease. And when you think about the roots of poverty, how much more likely then is one inclined to be for that genetic predisposition to express itself with poverty. And when poverty creates barriers to healthcare, to proper maintenance of one's health, to getting things looked after when they might've been small and less consequential, it's no surprise that worse outcomes and even death can be traced back to that source. And in my life, were it not for the generosity of my network, of my family and friends, I would be living in much more impoverished circumstances. And just to unpack that a bit further, um, at the time that I got sick, which as a reminder, for me, my initial illnesses began by getting mono. And of course, mono makes you feel really crappy. <laughs> and for most people, that takes a month or more to get over. And for me, I never did. And after I'd taken the usual time off work to recover, I still wasn't recovered. 
and I kept trying to limp along, working for a week or two, taking a few days off, trying to sleep all weekend, all the things <laughs> that I think one might do to keep propping up her work life and trying to get better. And I can remember having to just sit down while I brushed my teeth because I was too tired to stand up and how getting out the door was so full of tears and of just fits and starts and going from being somebody who packed her own lunch to begging her wife to start doing that. And on one terrible day, I fell asleep while driving to work. And it became clear that, that more was needed. And I worked for a government agency where I had checked the box by dumb luck because I was so young, I didn't understand these benefits to have the benefit of short and long-term disability. And after I had chewed through my short-term disability, I then applied for long-term disability, which is something like 90 days, I think. And on the day I received my letter saying that I was eligible for long-term disability, in the letter, it also told me that I lost my health insurance. Because at the time, if you went more than 30 days without working, you were automatically dropped from that benefit. And this was before the Affordable Care Act. And so right when I needed this most intervention from doctors and to have access to testing and to find out what was at the root of my inability to recover and get well, was right when I was gonna lose my health insurance if I didn't pay for something called COBRA, which was the bridge way to get health insurance. And I wouldn't become eligible for Medicare benefits if I was even eligible <laughs> through social security disability for two years or more. And the COBRA benefit was more than our mortgage. So just as our income became, <laughs> honestly, more than 70% gone, because at the time my wife was starting a new business, then our expenses more than doubled, because now to get health insurance, we were gonna have to pay out of pocket this exorbitant amount, and for more than two years. And look, folks, we had been diligent savers and we'd been saving so that my wife could start her own business. We hadn't been starting so that we could be down my income and have our life expenses more than double. And that's not even taking into consideration medications, co-pays, all the other things on top that we were also gonna have to be paying. And so, I say with all seriousness, if my family and friends had not been contributing to our lives in substantial financial ways, I would not still be living in this house, recording to you from our guest room. And 
numerous other things that would have likely led to much more impoverished conditions, like that chain of poverty, where one thing begets another, begets another, would have started happening, you know, perhaps all the way to bankruptcy. So that's the beginning of my tale, and I'll tell you more pieces of it in coming weeks. And I'd like to hear from you. So I'd be grateful if you'd email me at hello at annetteleonard.com or leave a comment below or get in touch with me with your comments and questions about how your finances and your chronic conditions have been connected. And help inform how I shape the rest of this conversation. Also, if you haven't liked or subscribed, please do. And uh, most importantly, I'd be so grateful if you have someone else who might benefit from these videos or this podcast that you might share this with. Um, my most important mission is just getting this to the eyes and ears of those who are most in need of hearing these things. So thank you for your time and attention. I so appreciate your energy and I think about you every day. It's the truth. I so appreciate comments recently from BH and from Sandy and from many others that I'm not naming here today, but uh, your words inspire me and delight me and make me think and sometimes break my heart. Thank you for being here. Until we're together again, be well. <laughs>